Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Show, my talk letters. Welcome back. Well, from Friday, welcome back. Oh boy, here we go. Lori and Julia show my talk one oh seven one everything entertainment. Yeah, I was going to go to a movie, but they changed the start time from seven to nine thirty. And uh, I'm suing the theater. Right, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Monday. It's Veterans Day. We want to thank everybody. I was thinking about. I mean, we. Between the three of us, we all have family members. Yes, we do. Donnie, your uh, dad? Yes, I, oh, dad and brother. Dad and mm-hmm. brother, served, your yes. dad? My dad and brother. Me, mm-hmm. uh, my stepdad, my dad, my husband, mm-hmm. my nephew. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot people. of people serve. And yeah. I'm glad to see, uh, you know, that people are, you know, reaching out and just, you know. Letting people know that they appreciate Absolutely. their service. I loved the guy, the World War II vet who played, I don't know what football game it was, but he played the Star Spangled Banner on his harmonica. Oh, I didn't hear that. With his, well, over with his, no, was that. it a college football game? It might have been, uh-huh. it might have been. Donnie, and, maybe you can find it. And okay. his fingers, you could see, you know, the arthritis and he just blew that harmonica. Oh. Mancini's, I got to do a half a dance with my World War II guy who's just a few months short of a hundred. I love that. Did you see? Him? No, I don't think I saw him, Laurie. Yeah, he sits um, at the corner at Mancini's and he does a half a dance, but he's very vigorous and he can spin you a couple of times. But we just do a half a dance. Okay. You know, that's plenty. So dance with a veteran if you get a chance. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah, he's 96. And he played it uh, at Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay. So it must have been for a basketball, basketball game. Or a yeah. Game. yeah. Yeah. It was really oh, funny. Can you play the audio? Can uh, we hear it? Okay. Let me see what I. I mean, do I don't know. It was just. I, it was really. I mean, all the morning shows were kind of were doing little nods to different veterans, yeah. um, uh, things, and um, there was this great story about a guy in the Star Tribune this weekend. Every third Saturday, an organization that he runs over by. Hiawatha for people to be able to drop in and get clean underwear, mm-hmm. socks, find out stuff. Just and he's a vet himself. That's right. It. That was a really inspiring story. You know, did you get it, Donnie? I, I do have it. So right, it was just... a basketball game between Seton Hall and uh, Cal for the okay. Pearl Harbor Invitational. Okay, here. Oh, wow. in Madison Square Garden. He's ninety six.
song to play on the harp. Yeah. With the air, you know. Yeah. He was a medic at the Battle of the Bulge, Aww. which was a very, very, That's really very tough. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is very cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Maybe you should tweet that, Donnie, or something, or post, we'll post it. it. I just yeah. liked yeah. it. I liked it so much. So I know uh, what the whole state of Minnesota's claim to fame was. Football, football, football. <laughs> yes. And GalaxyCon. Yes, if I was football, football, football was the, the overriding. One, it, people exciting. went and had a blast. I have not heard that much happiness from my living room, mm-hmm. safely upstairs on the second floor, watching Catherine the Great and the whooping and hollering and hard high-fiving yeah. i didn't even need to know what was going on i heard so much happy joy well it's it's unusual two days in a row yeah. i know the gophers and then the vikings it was pretty good but we got i kept getting text messages from people who were at galaxy con and we had barry bostwick bostwick on um friday at like three fifteen, and hannah posted david one of our listeners got him to write on a card Lori and Julie, I loved yeah. doing an interview with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's posted on the MyTalk um, show page, homepage, with the audio if people want to hear it. But then I got another one. John Cusack just said hi. Um, I mean, he was there. So I, many. I would be shocked if John Cusick would be at GalaxyCon. Lori, it's a. Because he was just here a couple weeks yeah, ago. He was there. Won't say anything. At the, Are you calling uh, my friend a liar? Well, I don't know. No. I wonder if she mixed him up with somebody else because I can't figure out why he would be there. Yeah, what science fiction movie was he in? Who knows? Maybe he's living in science fiction. Maybe no. he's living inside of a boombox from Say Anything. Who knows? But he was there. Okay. The person knows who people are. Okay. Who's well, I don't that? know. I don't know. No, no. Molly called me. Lori's got a problem with oh, you. Oh, Molly saw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know it's it's for reals. Yeah. It's for reals, yeah. So, anywho, here we are. Back in yeah, the saddle he, again. He, it was him. It was. it was. It was, yes. He was a galaxy gun. And was. what would he be doing there for, like, uh, what thing? Let's see. I mean, that's the... Well, that's a good question. You who could, knows? You could I, think a lot of, I think a lot of people... <laughs> but he was just here doing a one-on-one at the Orbit. So, at the Orbit, yeah. 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 Anyway, well, I guess, uh, what was your weekend claim to fame then? Was it, would it be your MC appearance on Friday that was, night? That was fun. I've never been to the Arboretum. I've seen it at nighttime. It's very lovely. Isn't it? Yeah, we raised a lot of money for Prop Food Shelf in Eden Prairie and Chanhassen, so that was really good. How were your cue cards? You, you, I didn't need them. Oh, you didn't? No. After Not all really. that taping and putting well, My Talk I, 107 on the back, and then the niece misidentifies us as the old station FM 107, <laughs> even though your cue cards had My Talk, she's like, We're going to get new listeners. Oh, no, thanks. No, we had. <laughs> hey, that's good marketing. <laughs> no, it was, it was really, it was lovely. Because you were very nervous. I was very leaving. nervous, but it all worked out. Yeah. But, and you weren't emceeing the fashion show, no, you were keeping fa- things moving. Thanks for hanging out with us. Donnie, what was your weekend claim to fame before we get to Bon Jovi and what uh, he's doing? Okay, thanks for asking. Uh, I did see that little sweet little movie that both of you have seen. 
Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, I Isn't did watch it? Peanut Butter Falcon. Very sweet, very charming movie. Yes, so good. I uh, that that young man who uh, wants to you know meet the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. boy, he was He's so he was good. great. Yeah, I loved that movie. Yes, very sweet movie. We, we both, all three movie. recommend. That's Go see right. Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Okay. And I managed to semi surprise. I did surprise Casey with just an impromptu gathering of friends and was family. Was surprised because I got there too late. Uh, well, he was, especially because the first two people that showed up were my friend Sherry and Jerry, people that Casey just knows not at all or a little, you know. <laughs> so great. You invited the friends I don't even know to be out with us. I mean, he knows my friend Sherry, but yeah. I don't know that he's ever met Jerry. And right. so he just kind of looked at me like, uh, is this a night you're inviting all your girlfriends? <laughs> right. You know, and... Uh, We've all been with you. Yeah, I know. So and he, luckily... People that he did really know, Came. you know, like his brother showed up and you showed up yeah. and then some friends and we had an amazing meal at a great restaurant called the Hyacinth on Grand Avenue. Fancy Italian. You yeah. got to go. You got to make a reservation. Oh, do you? Okay. It That's is, what I heard. It wow. is. Is it new? Yeah. Amazing. Well, about a year, maybe. I have no it's idea. Been there, but it's amazing. It's next to the Red Rabbit, right? Yeah. On that block. On yeah. And then uh, uh, Casey and I got a chance. We got to go to Potluck. The new food hall at Rosedale. Oh, so tell me. Had Jason's the biscuits, biscuits? Betty and Betty and Earl's biscuits. Okay, which Jason, you know, is partnered with the bakery. Right. And okay, I am with the pickiest biscuit eater in the world because my mom made no because oh. Casey was stationed in Kentucky for eighteen months. Oh yeah, months. okay, I forgot about that too. And my mom makes biscuits. Yeah, and but like there, he would just. I mean, he ate biscuits and gravy every single day for every day he was stationed in Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, he just would eat it morning, noon, and night. And um, anyway, in case he was like, oh my gosh, the, and they had like. You know, sausage and gravy. They had a cheddar biscuit. They mm-hmm. had one with an egg in it. They had just a plain one, but they were fluffy. dense yet fluffy. Yeah. They were so good. Really? And then they had like lobster or Smack Shack was there. And where is bark. this at? at it's, it's in the old Becker's furniture up on the second level, like directly across from Macy's. Oh. Kind of where her so, burgers used no, to be. No, oh. not, not down that way. Oh. It's like right Straight. center of the mall. Got and it. it's just on the second level. And the Nordic Waffles is there. And it, there's, they're going to have music. And they had one bar there. And really? I ate, because I was still on my bland diet, so a biscuit was perfect. And then sure. I had pierogies uh, that, you know, equaled Kramarsheks, which I always think is Ooh. kind of the pierogi yes. parameter. Yeah. yeah. At dive bars. So that was that's a fun Please, because sometimes it's hard, like if you're going to a movie at Rosedale. To get into the big restaurants and get in and out on time, like Granite City and all that. Because there's, you know, you worry about getting in and out on time. Right. And so here you had this and you had all these choices, something for everybody. They had a chickpea place, but uh, the uh, Betty and Earl's Biscuits, real good. Well, and you know, we were there last week and we went to Van Mar. And yes. we just need to... Von Mar. Von Mar. Von Mar. Talk about... What a great department store. Oh, my gosh. I know People, it. there's one in Rosedale. There's one in Eden Prairie forever, but the Rosedale's newer to us, St. Paul people. <gasps> really nice. Yep. Before we get to Bon Jovi, I just want to tell, while well, we still have the day going, the Veterans Day dining deals. Yes. Okay, so Devani, I, just about everybody is doing... Something every chain restaurant, but Devani's, you get a, a, a single serving one item pizza, pizza plus a regular size soda, at Fogo to Chow. Oh, um, 
Veterans enjoy 50% off their meal and an additional 10% off for up to three guests. Wow. So that's a good one. Um, the AMC movie theaters are offering a free large popcorn. Popcorn. Today. Hooters uh, at the Mall of America. You get a beverage and you get one of six menu items free, like a burger or buffalo Who chicken. Who has been to Hooters lately? Uh, that place still... Is it still busy? Julia, oh you my. wouldn't believe. And it has been there since the MOA For the opened. beginning of time. Mm. Right. It's one of the few things that's lasted. Wow. Uh, Villa Italiano, the uh, kitchen. They've got Baker Square, Applebee's, California Pizza, Buffalo Wild Wing, Country Kitchen. That's awesome. I mean, and they're pretty Dunkin' Donuts. I hate to say Amazon Prime, but they are offering a big discount to veterans today. Casey took advantage of something. Yep. Um, the Olive Garden, Outback, Little Caesars, Starbucks, uh, White Castle. And you just have to show your, show your ID. Yeah, military, military ID. ID. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of cool. All right, so, and this is kind of cool. You saw this story on CBS. I did. Tell John, us. Well, John Bon Jovi sat down with Gail and the gang, and he um, has a new album coming out called 2020. Mm-hmm. And here he's just going to talk about this there was a um, documentary made. It's called To Be of Service. And is this it, the one he wrote the anthem for? Yes. Okay. And his song is called Unbroken. But To Be of Service talks about vets who live with PTSD and how service animals help them heal better than anything else they've found. So here's a little bit about him going and writing the song Unbroken okay. for this documentary. Talk to us about this song, which you've written from the perspective of a service member. Yeah. How did you go about writing it? I was asked to write the song, and it was going to be a difficult task because I hadn't served in the military. Yeah. The you goal, wondered if you were the right guy to write it. Sure, because the goal is honesty. Yeah. You have to be honest if you're going to take on this task, and yet be truthful in, in its delivery so that men and women who did serve will feel a pride when they hear the song. So I, I talked to the director prior to his having the cut put together. He gave me some key anecdotal lines that the, the soldiers had discussed with him. And I asked him what is the name, the title of the film was. He said, to be of service. And I said, I got ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and when I watched the documentary and I heard the song, it's like you captured everything so brilliantly in your song because they talk about what the dogs mean to them serving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 22, 22 people a day die from suicide who are veterans. But the thing that got me in the doc, all of them said they would do it all again, and that's what you said in your song, too. I was trying to find hope at the end of the, yeah. the, the, the journey here. And to think that each of these men and women said the one thing is that I would do it all again. Mm-hmm. When you're making a record, you usually end it with the chorus. Yeah. Yes. In this case, it was such a powerful line that while we were recording it, we said, no, this is the end of the song. Yeah. The journey ends here. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With the positivity. Whoa. It I want to see this uh, documentary. Oh, I know. And it's called To Be of Service and it premiered on November 1st on Netflix. And the goal of this documentary is there's no funding for service dogs through the VA. Mm -hmm. And that they're finding that people who suffer from PTSD, and there's 500,000 of these people right now currently living in the U.S., is that they've tried the medication. They've tried other things. The only thing that they have found to bring them comfort and a smile again mm-hmm. are these service dogs. Wow. Yeah, so here let's he is see, talking okay. about... Let, let's jump to... you Because you just talked about yep. a lot of what they say yeah, in, okay. in, in Katsu. Let's, let's jump to three. number three. Mm-hmm. You, you have a foundation. This really struck me. You have a foundation that helped fund something called the new Walter Reed Veterans Apartments. Tell yeah. us what that is. Uh, 77 units thus far of uh, affordable housing for vets with services all under one roof. Yeah. We partnered with Help USA. It's not the first time I've partnered with the great organization help usa to build houses for veterans yeah and uh and there's not only housing for them there's support for them in that's there as the well service providing is the yeah. key element there. yeah yeah so they can get any kind of medical uh legal advice there's, there's all op- job opportunities all under these rooms. i think philanthropy is your middle name john bon jovi i remember hurricane katrina when oprah was raising money for the victims down there he, he came with a million dollar check we all know about your 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 uh soul-to-soul kitchens that you have in New Jersey that you and Dorothy are, are helping to feed people there. I mean, there's something, you have that gene that you want to give back and you want to help people. Well, it, I don't and need the scientists to find the cure in these cases. You really don't. A little bit of money, a lot of sweat. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we do with the soul kitchens. Aww. And people currently are getting service dogs through privately funded organizations, right. things like that. And there's a pause act that um, people are trying to get Congress to change to allow people suffering from PTSD I mean, to get yeah, the dogs. I mean, yeah, we spent all this money on, you know, with the military and stuff, and then you know, people come home right. and if and whatever they need. They want to help them through therapy and medication, right. traditional stuff, and what they're finding. And I, I'm really wanting to watch this documentary, yeah. is that dogs, and anyone who knows this who has an animal, they... They change lives. Yeah. So it's true. pretty cool. It was, it it's good for Bon Jovi with his gray hair. Oh, so I, funny. I, he's one of the rare I ones that doesn't color his hair. He doesn't hair. do it anymore. I can't, but he's a Jersey guy. I can just seem so He gives true. back yeah. and he's got those soup yeah. kitchens and stuff. He's a really good guy. We'll be back. on this uh, brisk Monday. <laughs> brisk. Brisk. All the morning shows led with the weather woody this morning. It was like cold weather had never come to the 
You know, well, it's it's all, over, our, the it's all over the country. Nobody it is. I, I mean, when it's thirteen in Memphis, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> they uh, they they're, sh- they're busting out the down coats in New Orleans. That uh, gold. Yeah. They showed on Good Morning America in the first five minutes. They cut to Minnesota, and it must have been Saturday night. I mean, didn't we have? They we were showing show yesterday. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know if that was. I saw cars and ditches, but the, it was Crete and Vandalia exit off of ninety four. Yeah. And they showed cars and ditches, and I'm like, when was that? Probably yesterday. It got really slickery. Yeah, oh, it, yeah we, it snowed for a while. And, it did snow And then for when a it while. got to the gloaming. Yeah. The, the you gloaming? Know, the gloaming. I know what that is. Do you, Donnie? Why don't you explain for everybody else <laughs> like me? Yeah. Good God. When the moon comes out and it has a glow? No, it's just right. <laughs> it's right when the day... day and Isn't night quite beach? night. It's their meeting. There was a beautiful sunset. Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, no, because it's more, it's hard to see. <laughs> oh. It's a hard time to see. It's like at this time of the year and the, the sun, sun is, is lower. And, and the driving. way, uh, Donnie, don't you think, am I explaining yeah, that no, right? Yeah, you are. There, there, there was, there's even a, a famous baseball story of, about this guy that had a, hit a home run and it was called the Homer in the Gloman. In the Gloman? Yes. Because you couldn't see where it went? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's always in a spook in spooky stories. Very often, it's it's the time right between day and night, and you can kind of see mm-hmm. the blues in the sky of daytime, right. but it's turning into the ink of night. I would say twilight is a good twilight, synonym. Yeah, yeah there you go. Twilight? I just wanted to throw it a thank you for giving us that new yeah. word. Yeah, that was um, something. We got some bad, sad music news. Well, for people who are going to the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh, yeah. That was one of my birthday gifts for the man who's so hard to buy presents for. Oh, did you buy candy? I can't believe this is an actual conversation. Tickets yeah. for this? Oh, yeah. Brad, right, because I'm like, I, I was wondering, what did you get, Casey? Yeah, he's so hard to buy. Right? For. I buy him an iPad. Oh, it turns out he uh, got buy- sick of his old iPad falling apart, so he just glued his iPad to <laughs> the iPad cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so Casey. So I have you to do it first. Yeah, and no, it's possible. It's possible. Uh-huh. He won't wreck anything. Right? So he's got like a permanent cover. So I there's that. That, that gift idea. And then I got him a couple of, you know, untucked shirts because sure, he, he likes those. those. Oh, I love and those. then Brian Setzer. And yeah. now it's canceled because he has tinnitus. Yeah. That's scary. I know it. A severe case. The oh. doctor's order, orders chronic guitarist, songwriter, vocalist, three time Grammy Award winner, forced to candle, cancel his 16th annual Christmas Rocks. I've we have always wanted to see this. We've always wanted to have him in studio. It's like been it's because he lives here. It's his sixteenth year of doing this. Yeah, and John nine, Bream was like uh, he wrote bells are ringing, but just not the right kind. Mm-hmm. And you're you know? gonna get. Let's see here. So tickets will be refunded at the original point of purchase. So wherever you bought them, they so will, it doesn't even sound like a reschedule. No, he's been told to stop under <sighs> doctor's orders, canceling the whole. You know, tour. Wow, what a bummer. I know. Throat, and then um, we've got Miley Cyrus, who had nodule work done over the weekend. Oh, that's just scary. I know. That makes scary. me feel, I feel bad for any singer who has to have vocal cord surgery. because well, I always think of Julie, Julie. Yeah, what if you're never able to sing yeah. again? Sounds like she's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what? I think this will actually make her and Cody Simpson's relationship last longer because she won't be able to talk. And he's going to 
be her her bedside um, helper. Well, it'll just help their relationship. It'll add it'll add at least you know six weeks to it. <laughs> However long she has she to recuperate. Well, no, or you, you can't get in an argument if you can't talk. This right? is so true. So she'll recuperate in silence with him, and just based on I. Even though he was like a boy bander, he's still 22, she's 27. I feel like she's going to get sick of him. But she'll get less sick of him because they're going to have their relationship in silence and sex. Sex, silence, and showers and Mm -hmm. baths. Well, there you go. go. That's the guy. That is just a perfect way of describing it. Okay, so uh, would you like to go back to uh, our boyfriend, John Bon Jovi? Yeah. The worst dancer in a band in the world. Oh, my gosh. He's so bad. In his black, in his white Reeboks. The black Reeboks original high top with the padded ankle. Did we not? I guess because in the 80s, I was in a Bon Jovi. Either was I. I didn't really get into Bon Jovi till the 90s, more like the late late 90s. Because he was a spandex hairband, and yeah. I was all about, you know, Prince and Madonna. You were and, and bopping and moving up and down. Yeah, I the punky stuff and all that, and I just thought, Bon Jovi and all that spandex. I so was never I into him either. I don't know if he danced as bad in the 80s. We needed John Bon Jovi, a super fan, to yell at us and tell us, no, he danced great. People love. No, he's great in great. concert. I'm very we sad, Ricky Sambora. I'm glad we got to see him with Yeah, Ricky. we did. Okay, so here's John talking about a new album. Notice they don't bring up the elephant in the room, Richie Sambor. Oh, right. I, oh, I thought we were going to play the song. Well, let's have him talk about it first. Oh. Play whatever right, you whatever. got. Yeah. Let's just play the song, Unbroken. Okay. Okay. Oh, from the documentary. From the documentary. Let's, oh, yeah. let's do that. God of mercy, God of light, seek your children from this life. It's very anthemic, kind of U2-y, isn't it? Yeah. So that's um, the, yeah, I guess, yeah. that's from uh, To Be of Service, the Netflix documentary. Which I really want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it, yeah. Now do you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, go ahead. Album? Okay, mm-hmm. I think I have that here. Your new album, Bon Jovi 2020, you said is a socially conscious record, not a political one. What's the difference between yeah, those? Yeah, how does that work? Yeah. I didn't take sides in this issue, for example. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm speaking as the soldier. The, the album is called 2020. There's, it's an election year. There's a wryness in the title. You thinking about getting in? None. <laughs> <laughs> once, <laughs> somebody once asked a joke. A joke um, they said to President Clinton and I, whose job was better? And I said, mine. And he said, well, why do you say that? I said, because I got to keep the house in the airplane. <laughs> I, love that. Right. I love that. That's cute. I don't know if 2020 is a great album title. Well, he's saying that it's, it's, it's not political. Uh, well, don't we have that cut? Okay, let's play the, play the next, yeah. next cut because he kind of tries okay. to explain why difference. he named it that. Yeah. Okay. okay, here we go. What's the difference between socially conscious and political? Because you said you take no I, I take no sides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's songs on this forthcoming record that, that address guns. There's the, the atmosphere in Washington. There's the soldiers with PTSD. That's a very different record than you give yeah. it of a bad name. He's on the side of the facts ago. is what he's saying. You know, uh, you and, got the guitar. So, you can sit here. I'll go out on tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take but I don't take sides because... 
look, we all are entitled to our opinions, right? And so that's what America is. We're supposed to govern all Americans yes. together and, and yes. represent all together. And I think this record does that. But it, it is obvious in what I'm speaking. All right. Yeah, okay, that I, mean, okay it, so he's going to address cool. everything we're yeah. all thinking about. All right, fine. I thought it was kind of cool how fine. he decided to do that, that you know, makes, how he named it. That makes sense, but it is, I am very bummed that he doesn't have his partner, Richie Sambora. I'm trying to find Richie Sambora news right now, and all that comes up is Heather Locklear's drug abuse timeline. Yeah, it's just, you know, he's got plenty of dough, and... Oh, uh, yeah. He does. Know. He co-wrote uh-huh. the big songs. Yeah. You know, with, um, so anyway... So did we ever talk about and fake threaten to go to New York to see the Tina Turner on Broadway show? Yes. Did I think we, we did. We fake threatened to see Many da- things. Hello Many Dolly. Things. Yes, yes. I didn't fake Cher. You did. I, um, because I already saw Cher in Chicago. Cher's already off Broadway, the Cher show. But yeah. Tina, Tina debuted in West End London. And it came to Broadway last week. Yes. And it is a huge, huge hit. Hit. Okay. And they're saying... Oh, well, you've got a little oh, audio okay. from oh, okay. GMA because they uh, they had the performers on last week and it was so good. It was so yeah, good. It was so, so here good. we go. This is Tina Turner. And this is also Tina Turner. That voice, unmistakably raspy and edgy from the real Tina, now pouring out of Broadway phenom Adrian Warren. Adrian, making songs like What's Love Got to Do With It? Simply the best. Forget how many great songs she has. I like Broadway a lot, and I love a lot of shows. This was really special. It's a special piece, and it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, Mm -hmm. in my career thus far, and I'm so grateful to do it. The show, a four-decade roller coaster ride of Tina's life, unfolding on stage with the help of playwright Katori Hall. We've known her because we've known the stories, the headlines, but we don't know it like this. No, you don't know it like this. That's the thing I think that really moves audience members every night. I mean, they get up out of their seats to dance Mm -hmm. with this Adrian Warren who is giving you, like, total Tina Turner. Okay, so let's go back to the voice. Holy cow. (laughs) Well, the first thing she said to me, she's like, my voice has no top and it has no bottom. So Mm. it's finding Tina within my own voice, but with an essence of her. Okay, no, so a voice has a top, top and a bottom? bottom? Who knew? Well, how many I don't think you I have a top do. or a bottom to my flat. We're right in the yeah, middle. No, you don't. Yeah. No. Top so Adrian Warren, the woman that they're talking about, the difference between like the Cher show and Tina is Cher did all the decades, you know, and but they changed the the actresses. The this Cher is, show was a, a was a mashup of a lot of ideas. This is one person yeah. for decades. Yes, and they say that the story doesn't like bio, you know, jukebox musicals. There's 23 hits in it. But it builds, it builds. I, think, I bet it feels more like what Jersey Boy yeah. is, where you go from the beginning until yeah. the end. and you, the career, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the, you follow the whole career through music. You have the same character, music. you yeah. know, to follow Tina. But Cher was too many. <sighs> this it sounds good, Lori. So good. Right. Do we have time for the next cut, We do. Here okay, we go. let's go. And what's a Tina show without Proud Mary? 
one of her biggest songs with ex-husband Ike Turner. Left a good job down in the city. Played by Daniel J. Watts in the show. The man every night and day. It's never too late. Is a huge is one of those big themes that we have. It's never too late. People say, well, I'm too old, I'm too like Tina Turner was 40 years old and a black woman. She left Ike with 36 cents to her name and became an icon. When you met her, what is the thing that sticks out the most? She is really just a, a, a woman from the South, from humble beginnings, and she still is that to this day. And as she says, there's no shortcuts to hard work, and she's right. That strength, the sound, and the moves. But the Ikeets would go around to local clubs and mm -hmm. pick up new dance moves and then bring them back to Tina. <laughs> oh my gosh! And she was there uh, for Broadway for the opening night. Came out on stage at the Tina end Turner. in a sparkly pantsuit, and she just loves living in Switzerland, Switzerland and yeah, yeah. being retired and you know whatever. And yeah, this I would I want to go see this. I know. And I don't want to fake threaten it. No, I think well we haven't been. It, it's two hours and forty minutes. There you go. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at only tickets. you would know that. I know. I when we come back, uh, what has always been the lamest award show of the year got even lamer last night. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So uh, if you weren't watching the uh, football game, maybe you were one of the, you know, couple million people who was watching the People's Choice Award, which is on every year in November. It's a fan favorite thing. It never means anything. It's People Magazine, right. but they sold it or... CBS or whoever broadcast because it used to be on network television. Yeah, it was CBS. CBS. Yeah, they do. So e broadcast client. it this year. Okay, yeah. that's yes. how the ratings have. And this is one where the people who are there already know their winners. Yes, yeah. if you see someone famous in the audience, they're getting something. Right. And so that's how you know who will win. And so it's not a tense situation or anything. And there's um, no nominees. You know, there are nominations. Yes, there yeah, are. Yeah, there, really? There's competition. No kidding. No, Donnie. I've watched the show for oh, years because it used to be, it used to have more zest when it was on network TV because they would at least make all the CBS stars <laughs> be presenters. <laughs> I literally, when Juliana Rancic, uh did, they even did an hour red carpet before she had I a saw beautiful that dress show on. Up on my inbox, and I'm like, what is on? If Gwen Stefani hadn't stopped by, and she was probably forced to stop by because she got the Fashion Icon yeah. Award. They always give Icon Awards. Uh, mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston got one, and um, Robert Downey Jr. would get something every year. Yep. Um, Pink got something, and... Um, the Kardashians and Chloe won all the reality stuff because it is on E now. Mm -hmm. But it really dropped in star power. Twitter was hysterical because I was kind of watching the Viking game on Twitter, mm -hmm. which is funny. I bet it is. It is funny to watch it that way. Um, and then people were like, they were screenshotting the red carpet with the backdrop. And then they'd be like... Oh, is that you, you know, so-and-so? Because there was just, uh, thank God for the Riverdale guys that, that they, they came by. 
Hannah they were Brown presenters. and Tyler Cameron were there. Like I said, yeah. the, you know, Julia. Uh, but Tyler Cameron, looked hot in his suit, and she looked beautiful too. I have but, to say. but 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 they're not stars. I know, yeah, and KJ. Who's that? Uh, he's uh, Archie on Riverdale. Oh yeah, he, he is British. I don't. He's Australian, I think. Whatever he is, yeah. when he talks, you he's not that. Archie. And then Cole Sprouse is just darling. But I mean, it was super like you didn't. You already knew he was British. I but I don't. I've never heard him on a. I've never seen him do a red carpet. I don't think that anyone would ever talk to him. You know what I mean? He was on like um, late night with um, maybe I that know. I saw him talk, and I'm like, "You're British, dude." The best thing about the whole night was Gwen Stefani was kind of funny, and um, but Pink gave a really good speech. She's like, "I don't know what I'm getting this for," but she she just she name checked all kinds of. Uh, He's from New Zealand, Lori. New Zealand, mm-hmm. yeah. She she was just name checking Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and Greta Thunberg and Malala and going like that. And then at the end, she said, "Get together with your friends and change the bleeping world," you know. So they bleeped it, you know. And then the Kardashians had an awkward moment. Oh my god, I had to replay it. It was so awkward. First of all, when they get up. To go up on stage to get their award? It's because they're not in the reality show setting and it's the real world. How they've all, except for like... uh, Chloe. Courtney. Courtney, excuse me, looks still like Courtney. The rest of them don't look like themselves. They're, it's like... I heard the biggest diss. But it's, but I think it was on Jason, no, it was on Colleen and Bradley's show that... Someone said that Khloe Kardashian reminds them of a young... Who's that woman? Kim Zolciak. Yes. Yes. Because she has sculpted her nose down into nothing. And everyone looks like everyone now. And she sucked all of her fat out of her thighs and her um, sides yep. and put it in her butt. And she almost looks like a giraffe when she walks because she's bottom heavy in the back. <laughs> That's a good diss. Oh, God. No. (laughs) No. I'm telling you, I I watched it. Okay, play what we have. So they win best reality shows. And uh, Kim, uh, you know, Kris Jenner, I mean, you know, she's got this suit on. Courtney's got a suit on with maybe a bathing suit top and a lot of cleavage. They're all doing a lot of cleavage, but they win the best reality show over, Mm -hmm. you know, Right. Housewives, blah, blah, blah. Here they are. Can we talk about, first of all, who everyone is wearing oh, tonight? Can we this. break down the looks? You look amazing. I didn't plan this. Naeem oh, Khan, is that how you yeah, say I'm it? KKW Diamond. Yes, we're That's getting to that. We're all wearing that. How, how do we really smell? Good. I was saving smell? you since you didn't know who you were wearing. <laughs> no, that was my save. Khan, I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Chris. Um, Okay, okay, that so, was on the red carpet yeah. with Juliana. That so was what, painful, too. So what they're saying, Lori, is that... Courtney, the oldest, mm-hmm. has she been fighting this year with Kim on the show or oh, something? They, oh, they fight. They've been fighting from year one. Yeah. They're sisters. So Kim, Kim interrupted her. And Kim did a blatant, hey, we are just here to promote KKW Diamond. <laughs> We're all wearing it. Courtney, we know you can't say name. <laughs> I hate to save you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when they got up on the award show, yeah. I mean, only... So, Kim, yeah. they go, you've got the most followers, you speak, and she's right. in a snake skin gown. Donnie posted all the 